<laughs> well, I don't mean to put you on pause immediately, universe. Hello. Hello, universe. But you see, I have been so um, mm, off track that I'm now going to attempt for the fourth time, I shit you not, fourth time, to go to the kitchen and come back with a mango-flavored soda pop. I have missed on the last three attempts, so I'm not confident on the fourth. But maybe documenting it in the space-time continuum silliness that is this reality, well, maybe that bodes well for my success. Not for yours, obviously. But what are you doing listening to this anyway? Go do something better. Pause. Okay. Considering I literally walked to the fridge and walked back, we shouldn't be impressed. But after that salty little note to self to open, well, <sighs> apologies for bringing not my better self. And you'd think after a week of, what, mulling it over? Figuring out just how duplicitous in nature we get? Just how two-faced and full of shit we can become for reasons both of our own doing and of chaotic nature foisted upon us? Yeah, maybe salty's the only way to talk about this one. And... Why did I put the pressure of talking about duplicitous bullshit ways we divide ourselves into... <sighs> hmm. What? Presentations other than our real self? What is it? What is it that we're doing when we throw something out there knowingly that it's not us incomplete? Or it is our incomplete self? Because our complete self, the one inside our head, says, why are we doing this? What did we do that for? Why did we say yes? Why did we say no? Why are we not going forward? Why are we so afraid to go? Where is that self? Well, everything outside of that, while not duplicitous in nature, is... Hmm. What, Phoebe? Binaural? No. Um, if you are... Like a unicycle when you're totally enclosed in your own thoughts and doing the things that you need to. A single spinning wheel of productivity and momentum and soul-filling destiny. But then every time you think, oh, that's not quite me, you turn into a bicycle. And those of us who are truly gifted, well... <laughs> Tricycle is just a stepping stone to the 16 different wheeled contraptions I've had spinning amok. So duplicitous, not totally correct, but other. What makes us other? Well, work, obviously. Number one. Well, no, number one is... It's works in the top ten. There are so many. It's hard to uh, hard to even think of ranking them. They all can be acute, even the silly ones, the dumb ones. The I'm not even sure why I'm doing this duplicitous nature that we sometimes fall into. 
Other times, I think flat out choose. I think sometimes it's hard being us. Even the real us. All the time. And uh, if you're an evolving us, if you're becoming I am, if you're finally seeing that horizon and crossing into the reality of always, always being present in the moment as exactly who you are, if that journey isn't the coming together of us into the single unicycle that is I am. Well, then what's the point of all this? God, God, sorry, God. I mean, if there's anything human Earth's 8675309 experience is here to teach us, it's how to unify the sideways voices into one single self-confident acting entity of real purpose in this universe. Everything that stops us is us. Starting number one with ourselves. That voice that limits you limits everything. And it's not a voice that you came with. It's a voice you learned. The fact that my engagement with stupid work at the Orange Apron establishment, currently moniker THD, well, I'm either coming to a separation, an abrupt termination, or uh, a drifting apart. And it's, it's, you're evolving. You are not capable of swallowing who you are in environments that ask you to be completely different than who you know you are inside. And so when those environments start to emerge as directly in conflict, asking too much of you, well, gracefully bow out. Or find yourself in a pickle and predicament of, well, I didn't want to get fired for failing a drug test, but if I did, what can I say? I took it voluntarily, so that was dumb. But, I mean, of all the dumb things I've done in life, that wouldn't be the stupidest. I mean, to me, to some people, that would be the stupidest. You voluntarily took a drug test and failed it and then got fired for it? Yes, sir. That's what happened. Well, that sounds like the dumbest thing you could do in your life. Well, you should have lived my life, bro. Be some things on the list that you'd be like, oh, fuck. Well, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, but still, what the fuck were you thinking? Well, I was thinking now's a good time to hit up the Tropicana Cookies. And I've been under the weather. That's mostly why I didn't want to talk last week. Because I was legitimately ill. And being ill is a pickle in the corporate environment of part-time work. Because if you don't show up for work, you don't have any uh, earned hours of, uh, of um, 
what, what would that be? Sick time? I don't know. You don't earn sick time when you're part-time. So whatever the full-timers are, are banking, you got none of that. So you either show up or if you're sick, you get sent home. Like you have to do it so that you don't get marked absent for hours that can't be covered or whatever. Or at least that's the talking to I had today when I was like, wait a second, you guys sent me home. How can you mark me absent? Well, you didn't work. It's not that I didn't come to work. <laughs> well, and I was like, and, and on this day, there's a clear indicator that I clocked in at, at uh, 6.05 for a six o'clock shift. And uh, you don't mark people late till 6.08. Why are you marking me late that day? Well, we'll look into both of those. Okay, well then why are we having this conversation? If you, you can come prepared with actual answers to my questions. Oh, corporate environment, strike two. Strike one being, well, you are corporate America, so naturally you're the enemy. But strike two is personal. And I don't ask for much. I just ask for the kind of employee to employer relationship that says there's respect there. And so far, corporate America, you don't show any. So, losing your presence in life is probably necessary. Though, let's hope it's not abrupt from voluntary drug-induced termination. On that note, though, I'm not going to sit through another Tropicana Cookies episode. I'm going to hit pause here, I think, if I can find it. Pause. All right. So, <coughs> pardon. We'll stop that right there. Oh, of course we will. Mango. <coughs> oh, boy. I never should have hit the record button without going through my checklist, which definitely needs to include blow my nose. So hang on. All right. So being versions of yourself other than the truest version of yourself is something that I've been uh, quarreling with for most of my life. Unnecessarily, as it turns out, which sucks. Or necessarily? Like, it just depends on how you want to look at it. But uh, either way, I'm not in any conceivable way trying to pretend that my version of duplicitous nature was anything other than coordinated. I'm the worst of the worst. I wasn't duped into thinking one way and then found out it should have been thought the other way. I'm not consciously unaware of anything. And it was in my nature, unfortunately, to iron out a default mechanism toward uh, taking whatever skin is in the game that nobody seems to give a shit is in the game. Like, if you don't care that there is this much um, latitude that is there to be mm, coordinated if one plays the game in every capacity to coordinate it. In other words, if I'm going to determine an outcome is in my favor, I'm going to use whatever tools necessary, including concocting and totally fabricating narratives in my favor to uh, establish an outcome, whether that be getting myself out of trouble or creating an end game that I know if we partner up, I have way less of a chance succeeding 
tactical advantage taking of other people's simple naivete, innocence, or disinterest was something I was way too interested in, way too clocked into, and severely handicapped most of my life. Because you have these intuitions if somehow you think you can outsmart everybody. The funny thing is, you can't outsmart anybody. (laughs) Because you've taken on such an onerous sense of entitlement inside the game that you're fucking with everybody. And sooner or later, that vibe becomes a current that pulls you down. So, that took me a long time to coordinate out of my life. And I think when I finish this segment up, what I really need to look at are the reasons why I was so seduced into behaving this way in circumstances in which it was predictable to myself even. And I'm not saying I realize this now. I knew in the moment that if I was just playing it straight, all of this would have no fucking energy. But nope, here I am, fucking around. So to call myself combustible isn't fair. I was self-combustible. I was constantly my own worst enemy. And I don't think there are a lot of people like this in the universe anymore, thankfully, because the people coming in have enough integrity to stand up for themselves and be who they really need to be, no matter what the chips are on the table and how they may fall. Stop trying to cheat the game. I would tell myself this. And what's funny is I would never cheat you playing a game. Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't want to win a game I cheated at because that's the one environment in which I always had standards of honor and fairness to the point like I would notice unfair things in games, particularly turn order starts. In some games, they matter. And if you're going to start every game with the youngest player starts first, it's just a dumb way to start a game where starting first matters. So the ways in which I honor competition are magnanimous. The ways in which I take advantage of my fellow human, well, no longer, but until four or five years ago, this was what pulled me out of the game. The idea that my collateral damage involved everybody. And frankly, I thought, well, if the only person who truly is going to suffer is myself, then where do I really have a line that I can call to be drawn? What the energy waving back through me as this reverberated through the people I cared about most I understood how all of my actions, ignoble when they were, severely outweighed the generosity, magnanimous, and good citizen on planet Earth actions I had taken otherwise. It doesn't take a whole lot of 
Is corrosion the right word? That's where I was headed. Maybe it is. I feel like that doesn't take enough. That's like introduce a little bit of an element and it can eat away the entire system. Maybe that's fair. It seems like it might be. But it might also be that you're the acid in a not in a known abrasion circumstance where contributions just insert opportunities for further degradation. That seems fair. But regardless, what can you do now? How do you recover actions taken that sat poorly at the time and sit poor if you reflect on them? Hold yourself enough accountable that you see the damage those things do so that you understand why there is persistence in valor. Why there is a commitment to being of of estimable value. Your word matters. Your actions matter. How you present yourself to this universe matters. If you are doing anything that feels false in the presentation of who you truly are, figure that out. Figure it out yesterday. Because you already know the solutions. You're ignoring them. The discomfort you've earned present in this hmm, fluster cuck, well, they're ultimately just excuses. I'm not saying they aren't real, that they don't count, that you can't look back in your other side of the veil review and say, uh-huh, sucked, whole thing, sucked. We get it. So rise above it. It doesn't suck that much to find yourself and what truly matters. How kind are you? I'm not challenging you to a game. I don't want to see if you can forgive to the level that I will. Nor do I think we understand each other to the point that those kindness and forgiving moments aren't coming forth no matter how much we're connected. We're out here doing it alone. Every single one of us. But we're not disconnected. I challenge you to find yourself. Start by asking to be comfortable in your dreams. See if you can find a place in your unconsciousness that lets you feel not the problem, at peace, complete, content, directed, purposeful. If you can't live it, dream it. And then, watch how much that brings it into your life. Or at least give it a shot. Or don't. I really am not here to prescribe anybody do anything except treat their dogs well. Uh, I did find my lists, but now I'm not really sure where they are. I don't even know if it's right to talk about them now. There's one of them. Hi, Phoebe. Um, the Ouija board. 
I did have a really weird Ouija board experience. Like a weird enough one that I only had one. But, why talk about the Ouija board, right? <laughs> um, it does matter. It always has. The best part is, the more we co can cooperate and co crescendo the wave, if I can speak as poorly as I possibly can, the more of us that want to jump in and believe that it matters, the more it reverberates across everything, including time. We can change the universe. We really can. And all it takes is the faith in being yourself. So 21 minutes into this, I'm going to say, go be yourself. I'm trying. Aren't we all? <laughs>